You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello, and you're listening to the Ask Daryl podcast, episode number five. My name is Daryl Girardier, and I'm your host of this podcast. It's a podcast where I do my best to take one question and answer it to the best of my ability about church communication, social media, or technology. So let's get to today's question. Today's question comes from Stephen Morrissey, who is at SB Morrissey on Twitter. And the question is, what problems do you most frequently see churches trying to solve? What needs are not being met? Are there still gaps that you and other church communication folks need filled? Oh, Stephen, that's a good, good question. I um, actually had somebody yesterday ask me pretty much the exact same question. And it took me a little while to kind of think through what I think the key issues are. But I think I've boiled it down to what I think four key things are. Uh, kind of I broke them down four things that I think if these could be solved, I think would help out church communication folks a lot. Now, to be honest with you, I think a lot of these problems that a lot of us are facing are problems, or at least churches, a lot of churches don't know they have these problems, um, but they want to know they have them. So it's kind of the old, we don't know, we don't know kind of kind of issue, if you will, um, the unknown unknowns. Uh, so for a lot of church people, a lot of communication folks, small or large churches, they just don't know they have these issues. Um, but once they're presented to them, they definitely want them fixed. So let me start from the top. First issue I would tell you is about mobile. I think a good portion of churches know that mobile is an issue. Like, you know, is their website mobile? Uh, is it, you know, is it mobile friendly? Is it, you know, does it work with mobile devices? All those type of issues. I think a lot of them understand that. Not everybody does. I think when you point it out to them, I think a lot of them will click inside their head and go, oh, yeah, that is an issue. I think the problem is a lot of people don't know how to make that happen. Um, a lot of people don't know about re, you know responsive um, responsive web. Uh, they don't know what that means, what that looks like, and why that's a good thing. Uh, a lot of them don't know that right now in the last couple of weeks, Google has released a new algorithm for their search engine that will penalize you if you're not mobile friendly, or at least if your viewpoint, a viewport, to get really technical, your view, viewport is not set to be friendly to mobile devices. A lot of churches don't realize that, and they're probably they could be hit with uh, an SEO penalty, and they won't rank in Google's search. Rankings because at the end of the day, they weren't mobile friendly. Uh, I think a lot of this stems from not only not understanding what mobile means, but a lot of them are locked into platforms that uh, with third-party companies that require you to go in, have third-party company do all that work for you. And that's great and all, but a lot of them don't realize that content lock-in like that and platform lock-in like that, that's where it can be a pain. Uh, I know I've talked to Stephen Glebe over at churchthemes.com about this before, and he's a big advocate of trying to use like open platforms like WordPress, which churchthemes.com will work with, uh, to make sure your stuff works across the board. And I'm pretty much sure that all the themes there are responsive and will work with a mobile device. Uh, the other part, you know, in terms of the technical stuff, they don't know. you got mobile, you got platform lock-in. I think the third thing within that is probably uh, – analytics. Uh, a lot of them don't know uh, what analytics look like, what it means, and how that can help them. Even from a, just an SEO standpoint of like looking for, hey, these are the keywords that people search for when they find you, um, when they're looking for you, or you know, these are the things you need to hit. A lot of them just don't understand basic analytics. And the fact that analytics can help you shape your content and making sure that you've got the right content in the right places. And that leads to the probably the second area. Uh, that is content. A lot of them don't know when it comes to the web how to hone their message. A lot of them shoot everything on their web page and say, hey, here it is. 
here's everything we've got going on. And they try to put everything, cram everything on that front page, which ends up confusing the visitor. So a lot of them just at the end of the day don't understand that and they need, they need coaching, they need consulting on that. A big thing within that is they don't really know how to write for the web. Uh, I've got a lot of wonderful ministers here at our church and they've been seminary trained, got master's degrees. However, those master's degrees really never taught them how to write for the web. Writing for the web is a completely different way of thinking and writing. You have to be concise. You have to think in a way that, you know, you got to think the way Google thinks, if you will, to make sure that that copywriting is, uh, that, that your copy that you're writing is SEO friendly. So that's a big thing that a lot of them just don't know what that, what that looks like. You know, for us, our, our wonderful, amazing social media guru, Katie Allred, is spending 2015 basically taking copywriting courses because she wants to get better at it. And so she's finding every copywriting course she can to take it to figure out how she can become better and how we can become better at doing copywriting. So I tell you, content is probably the second thing I think most churches don't realize they need to focus on when it comes to the web. That's a problem they're dealing with. I think the third one, and this probably speaks to more of the pastors, um, probably executive pastors, is if you're at a larger church that has like an operations guy, and that's the ROI. We've not done a great job in the church communications world when it comes to the web and social media of defining what a win is. And when I'm, I'm saying W-O-I-N, what does it mean to win? What does it mean to get a, to achieve a goal? What's that look like? Because we're not, you know, majority churches at the end of the day, we're not selling something. So it's not like a Walmart or a Target.com or Amazon.com where the win is defined by you getting in the shopping cart and buying something. So what does a win look like for us? Um, what is, how do you define this as a success? Is it page views? Is it people showing up to church on Sunday? Is it coming to an event? A lot of them don't know how to define success. And when you can't define success, then that's why I think a lot of pastors aren't really bought into the web or social media for that matter. Cause at the end of the day, nobody's done a great job of saying, here's what a win looks like. Uh, the, th- the fourth area I would tell you is resources. A lot of churches struggle right now. A lot of us struggle with resources in terms of how do we maximize time? Um, how do we get be efficient with the with the time, especially when we're dealing with multiple platforms? A lot of us need coaching on, okay, how do I get all this done and do the other things I've got? Because honestly, majority of churches don't have a dedicated social media person. A lot of them don't have a dedicated communications person. In fact, I find a lot of times it's usually the student minister is the designated social media person or the designated web person because a lot of times student ministers just happen to be the most technical person on staff. The most technical minister on our church staff is my wife, who is the student minister. So she's a student minister and she's just technically inclined and she kind of understands that and she gets all that. I think churches are looking for resources, people to consult, people to coach on how they can better utilize their time better utilize their resources they have inside the church. So the four things I think people are dealing with, technical stuff like mobile platform locking analytics. They're dealing with content, honing their message. They're dealing with ROI. What is a win? What's that look like for them? Uh, And their fourth thing I think they're dealing with is they're dealing with resources. How do I use my time? How do I make sure that I'm maximizing everything across all platforms? Now, I'm going to throw in a fifth thing, if the bonus, if you will, of what I think they're dealing with is I think the other thing you're dealing with is, is nobody has really come up with a really great all-in-one solution to manage your content, manage the mobile side, manage your social media, and even maybe even do some online live streaming component. There's nobody that I know of who's doing a really robust job in each of those areas as, as, as a one-in-all package. Um, that's the challenge. I, I say it's a challenge because if somebody was to do that, and for me, it was impressive to me, I would 
I would immediately look at them and really give it a hard look and see if we want to switch a lot of stuff over to that to that platform. Uh, but nobody's doing it. And nobody's doing it well. So uh, there's companies that piecemeal those pieces together, but not a pa- platform that sings across the board that does it all really, really well. I think if you did that and you could offer that to small to medium-sized churches, a lot of them would buy into that in a heartbeat because it would simplify their lives and make it easier to utilize resources, time, and effort. So that's my answer. It's all about technical content, ROI, resources, and possibly getting a platform that can do it all and do it all well. So hopefully, Stephen, I answered your question or at least gave you the uh, start of answering the question that hopefully will get you to the answer that you want. If you've got a question for me, you can hit me up on askdarrell.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-R-E-L.com. Or you can use the hashtag AskDarrell on Twitter. Or you can DM me on Twitter if you want. Now that anybody can DM anybody they want on Twitter, um, that's a pretty interesting new development. Uh, you can hit me up and I will make sure that I add this to the list of questions I've got running here and make sure your question gets asked. So hopefully you have a good week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.